Brazilia, Korea, and USA, Serbia. This would be the semifinals in the women's tournament in Tokyo 2020 Olympic uh, Games. Uh, this is Volleyball Explained Olympic Special. Uh, today, again, uh, co-host will be Victoria. Uh, uh, Seth, oh. uh, external media officer, that, that was the, uh, the, the official uh, position, right? Yeah, uh, CV external media officer. Very interesting day in Tokyo, especially uh, uh, in uh, two games. Uh, the other two was uh, pretty much uh, uh, what, what we have expected. But Korea in the first uh, game of the day uh, eliminated uh, the team of uh, Turkey. For many people, Turkey was, uh, was the favorite, but Korea uh, prevailed in this match with... Uh, a great game by Kim, uh, their, their star with uh, 28 points, also are very much uh, contributed uh, the otherwise outside hitter, uh, Park. I'm not going to, uh, to say their uh, whole names because this is a very uh, tough story, at least, uh, at least for me. Uh, and yeah. Turkey yeah. Was, was not convincing. Uh, they had problems with their outside hitters. They were changing them. They started with Meliha uh, and Hande Bawadun. They uh, then uh, Selmayer Jan and also uh, Tukba Shenogu uh, started. They, uh, two of them start, both of them started the, the tiebreak. So it was uh, rotation all the time. Uh, and, uh, and at the end, with some silly reception mistakes, uh, at, uh, in the tiebreak, uh, Turkey lost, and they actually uh, threw away their uh, their chance for uh, uh, fighting for the medals. What do you think? And uh, have you have you expected uh, such a development in this game? Yeah, you can actually always. I believe you know, like my theory is that you can always expect uh, surprises. And I believe that's why also we all love volleyball because sometimes you do you say okay they are, these are the favorites and they uh, the favorites go and uh, and lose the match. Um, so yeah, actually uh, Kim she played a very very good uh, match, and um, I believe it's uh, like confirming the this tendency of uh, of relying a lot on one player in women's volleyball. Okay, you said that other players also helped, but. Uh, we can tell yet yeah, also from the other matches, Serbia against Italy, that uh, um, nowadays teams do rely a lot on one star play uh, on, on one star player. So what what I'm asking myself is what happens if this this one star player like that just doesn't have a day, as you say in Bulgarian, you know? Then back to the game itself. Looking at the statistics, actually Turkey were better. I believe you've seen them also. They they prevailed uh, on the block. They recorded 16 blocks. While uh, South Korea recorded 12, and they were also better on the serve, 7 to 4. And uh, both, uh, both teams, they showed equal level on the attack on the winning spike, 63. Um, Turkey led some more uh, errors, so to affect the, 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 the final score. Maybe this, this, this moment of lack of concentration, I don't know <laughs> how to say it, but I'm not that much surprised, just to sum up, you know. Because they really, the Koreans, they really put up a fight. Yeah, actually, actually, in one of the previous podcasts, Radoslav of the head coach of Nancy, shared that, in his opinion, these teams, Korea and Turkey, are pretty much on the same level. So this is 
at least for the specialists, not that big of a surprise, even though yeah. uh, we could <laughs> perceive that from uh, what happened uh, during the uh, during the, the group stage. Okay, uh, pretty much a surprise. Uh, uh, I didn't I didn't watch this uh, I, I didn't watch uh, this match live. But when I woke up uh, at the morning uh, today, I just realized what happened, and I was really surprised. Probably later, I I watched the partially the match, the whole tiebreak, and uh, yeah, uh, I believe that uh, Turkey should uh, ha- Turkey has great middle blockers, great uh, op- opposite hitters, yeah, but they have some problems with with having a reliable uh, at least one outside hitter who is. Uh, are capable of scoring a lot and and being of a help of uh, either Merian Bus or Evrakarekurt and also the the great middle blockers uh, the captain Edar Dem and Zekhar Yunesh. Yeah, okay. maybe to finish this disease yeah. both, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is something very uh uh very important in my opinion in women's volleyball, not only in women's volleyball, maybe even on a uh, on a on a on a bigger ground in, in men's volleyball, but uh, you uh uh, except the opposite, you need at least one uh, outside hitters who, who is scoring a lot. Uh, if, if you yeah. if you if you don't have uh, Tiana Boschkovic, of course. You need a, yeah, you need a plan B actually. Yeah. You know, like you need this support system. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, let's go uh, firstly to uh, in shortly to USA Dominican Republic. That this match was actually the. The less interesting one, uh, no problem for uh, the team of Karch Kirai. Uh, 3-0 uh, with uh, 21 points for Andrea Drus and uh, 13 points for uh, Baj Hakli, the outside hitter. Uh, pretty much domination in all elements. Probably the yeah, most yeah. important point in the uh, in in the match, uh, taking account what what we can expect in the semifinals, is that uh, Jordan Porter. And uh, Jordan Thompson, who started as a regular uh, starting setter and starting opposite, were back uh, on the bench. So probably they're going to be used, uh, if needed, against the team of Serbia. And this is going to be a very tough match. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Probably, probably, I could believe not as a, not as a starters, not as starters, uh, Thompson and, uh, and Porter, but probably they're going to be ready to, uh, to enter the game if needed. Yeah, yeah, depends a lot on, on, on their shape. Yeah, also Thompson, but uh, this was a good sign, you know, for the US uh, volleyball fans uh, to see her again today, because we know what she did in the pool stage and she was leading the the USA team towards the victory. So it's kind of a moment of okay, we maybe we, we can count on her again. Yeah. And uh, the thing that you mentioned, yeah, you say just uh, they, they were better in, on all the, co- the components. And uh, I'm looking now that uh, actually the Dominican Republic, they, they haven't scored a single ace, you know? So you can imagine when a team doesn't put any pressure on the serve, the opposite team, uh, they feel more even more secure to, to, to organize their attacks and everything. So this is the beginning here. Uh, they were yeah. just better today, you say. <laughs> Yeah, we, we mentioned a lot of times the uh, the, the deep bench of uh, of the US team, and after these injuries, uh, actually they proved that with with the reserve. I believe it's reserve uh, reserves only on uh, uh, only on paper because, for example, Misha Hancock, I believe that she's holding the record for the most for most aces in one match in 
uh, in the Italian Championship. But still, yeah, she okay. was on fire last season yeah. on the club level. She was like, wow, you can you could watch her, you know, like on Champions League, and uh, I believe she was also named several times or at least one or two times MVP of a Champions League match. And I sincerely and personally, I do like the, the these things when it happens a lot because setters. MVP awards um, mainly go to to attackers, to hitters, to players. You know, to the guys who are scoring and who are recording. But the setter is the mind, so you can imagine MVP goes to a setter that the setter did. Yeah, well, an amazing job. Yeah, that, you can call for you know like substitute. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. rare occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, going to Serbia, Italy, uh, and that match. Uh, People have expected for a much more uh, competitive game, but it wasn't. Uh, Serbia won 3-0. Of course, the match was not that easy for uh, for the Serbian team. But I would say uh, two things. Firstly, a masterclass. And I will start not with Jana Boskovic. I will start with uh, with Majo Gnjanovic. Masterclass of Majo Gnjanovic. Uh, not only because of the fact that she had that much variety, because she didn't still use uh, the outside hitters that much, even though they helped also. But she was very much balancing between Boskovic, with, of course, the most um, the most uh, uh, received balls, with a great uh, uh, being very precise in setting these balls, but also using uh, using the middles uh, yeah. very very efficiently in this match, uh, especially Milena Rasic, but also Mina Popovic. Uh, and on the other side, uh, Italy's problem uh, were exactly again the setters, which were not that exact in their in their performance. And Paolo Egono uh, underperformed heavily, even though some of the balls were not that perfect. He underperformed, and of course, we know you, you said exactly yeah, this can, thing. We can say like, uh, sorry for interrupting, but yeah. We can we can say Paula underperformed, but she scored 16, I believe. Maybe we're just you know like used to her uh, hammering I don't know 30 points in the Champions League final. Uh, I believe yeah, also that actually Serbia showed very good defense, you know. So this was the key. Of course, you have uh, uh, Tiana Bursic, but then uh, um, they were able to to, to show an excellent uh, play game on the defense. And uh, on the other side, as you mentioned, Italy had these problems and they couldn't organize their attacks. I wouldn't, you know, like put the guilt on Egono that she underperformed because maybe 16 points is not that bad, just that we are uh, used to her hammering. Yeah. And it was, yeah, the, the battle between uh, Boschkovic and Egono. They started like rather equally, I would say, in the first set because Boschkovic, she scored eight, I believe, in the first one and uh, Egono scored seven. Then something happened, yeah. you know, in the in the second set, yeah. Yeah, uh, for me, the problem is not uh, the amount of points uh, Egono Egono scored. The problem yeah. is mostly that uh, that she made a lot of errors, direct errors, and she was blocked a lot of times. I'm not talking about defenses because uh, uh, they reflected uh, this very good. Tactics of Serbia, uh, taking into account how the block was positioned, uh, where it, uh, was it positioned, of course, and uh, great uh, defensive game, not only by uh, by the Libero, uh, Silvia Popovic, but also of uh, of Majo Gnjanovic and the other players in backcourt. Uh, but I believe that these, I, be, I 
uh, if I if I remember properly, four percent efficiency, which is mm. uh, very low, especially for a yeah. mono. And out of uh, 17, 17 points uh, uh, or, or sixteen points uh, converted with uh, fourteen or fifteen. Uh, 14 or 15 errors or kill blocks against her. Yeah. So this is this yeah, is really a complex problem. situation, you know. Maybe when you start and then you don't uh, you don't um, start as good as expected. Maybe it's uh, not maybe it is difficult to change the mindset, you know, during trial of the game. And maybe this is what happened also to to Egano. I don't know. But you're completely right about the the errors. Uh, the also unforced errors that uh, Italy uh, made, and uh, again looking at the statistics, you know, I can see that Serbia scored 20 to their opponents' errors, while Italy scored 14. So this is this was also a little bit, yeah. Everything made a difference today for Serbia because they were better in all the components. Only on the serve, they both sides scored twice. So, but on block and on attack, Serbia Serbia were way way better. Yeah, and uh, the other thing is that I really believe that Boskovic shouldn't be Boskovic, uh, at least in this match. Uh, if the ball to her was set by, for example, Malinov or, or Oro and not from Maja Ognjanovic, the experience is very much, uh, a was very much a decisive factor, and not only in terms of setters, but also in terms of uh, players like, uh, for example, yeah. Milena, Milena Rasic and... Uh, and in the other, uh, yeah, some, so some of the other again, uh, Yeah, here we come again talking about the, the, the role of the setter. Yeah, and um, while I agree with you about experience and everything that it matters a lot, I can also say that if you have Gianelli, for example, that he was also young, so it's more about, I believe, mental training. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. you get the point. You know, I understand yeah. that experience matter, matters a lot, a lot, a lot. Totally agree. But at such levels, maybe also there are other factors that a player should work on. You know, you can't just say, okay, I'm not that much experience. My opinion, of course. Yeah, yeah for sure. But uh, uh, the, the other problem is that Egono doesn't have a substitute. I mean, she has a substitute and I'm really surprised that uh, Mazanti doesn't, didn't try even for a single moment to at least to, to, uh, to change her. I mean, if you're not able to to change power Egono, I believe this is a problem, and uh, and the same is for Boskovic. But uh, uh, from this match, we can we can say that that uh, that I'm not sure if Zoran Terzic or somebody other uh, told it that Boskovic is uh, is better than Egono, but and uh, it seems that he was right. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. This match, maybe not that I'm defending Angona. I'm not a fan of, you know, like I'm used to not expressing, but I believe it will be this battle between the both of them. You know, <laughs> it will continue and to, to satisfy all the volleyball fans. So this is like, I believe, the good, the good news. Okay. Italy lost today, but they will find again each other, you know, on club level or national level, Boskovic and Angona. And maybe we'll be watching. And we'll be like, okay, this time Agono is better, and this time the next time Boskovic is better. So I believe that overall, this uh, this battle between the both of them will be very, very interesting, also in the upcoming years. Okay, let's go to the last quarterfinal: Brazil against Russia, two-one for Brazil. Uh, Brazil started uh, being defeated in the first set with Russia playing uh, exceptionally well uh, in in attack. 
and then something happened and uh, for example the the opposite uh, Natalia Goncharova and ended the match with only nine points scored in attack nine points for four sets is uh, something uh, almost unreal for for an opposite uh, and especially yeah. for uh, Goncharova with 7% only efficiency actually she didn't uh, uh, she she didn't make that many direct mistakes but she was just not able to convert the balls uh, yeah, set to, to her finish them. Yeah. yeah yeah they could they, as we say in Bulgarian I believe also in English yeah that they they were able to read her yeah you know? and uh, uh, actually I believe that what happened <laughs> uh, is that Brazil happened but they happened as a team you know because if you look of uh, look at the statistics, you can see that uh, five players they finish yeah. with uh, scoring in double digits. So this is very much different from what we were just talking about. Yeah, Serbia and Italy. We have Gabi with eighteen points, Rosa Maria and Carol, I believe, with sixteen. Pegarai yeah. and Carol with fourteen, and then it's like, well, okay, this is a team effort, yeah. A, mid, a middle blocker with with the most points is uh, always uh, an occasion that that should be uh, that should be emphasized. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, the, the other uh, uh, the other thing we should uh, we should mention for sure is that Makrish Karneiro was back the the starting setter after this injury uh, she uh, she got against um, Japan in the group stage. So she's back and uh, she included a lot of variety. Uh, exact, of course, this is linked also to the fact that uh, uh, we have uh, five players with uh, double digits. Uh, and on the other side, great match by uh, Arina Fedorovtseva, the 17 years old from Russia, but she was not enough. Also, Vronkova helped, but... Uh, uh, this is this is the problem. We uh, we are playing variety and organization and uh, quick uh, quick playing and a lot of technique. Uh, uh, t- uh, playing a second ball, a third ball if needed, uh, a block out uh, against a pure a pure power f- uh, from the Russian players, and that was just not enough. And uh, we actually expected it. Yeah, agree. Okay. I don't uh, have anything else, you know, like yeah. to add. <laughs> uh, talking about indoor volleyball, of course, again, uh, Brazil against Korea and uh, and the other uh, semifinal will be USA-Serbia. USA-Serbia is actually a, a replay of the semifinal from Rio, where uh, the Serbians uh, ended then the dream of the USA back then to, to win the Olympic title, uh, but then lost to China in the final. Uh, okay, just to mention uh, lastly about indoor volleyball that uh, that the semifinals in men's tournament Brazil, Russia, and uh, Argentina, France are tomorrow. Uh, and um, of course, let's go now to beach volleyball. And I'm leaving you to uh, to uh, tell uh, the spectators what actually happened in the quarterfinals yeah. in both men and women. Uh, today yeah, were the uh, men's yeah. quarterfinals. Actually, only on the, ma- the men's side because yeah. uh, women's okay. quarterfinals they happened yesterday. So today the focus one on the yeah. on the the men's tournament, and um, uh, we have uh, three teams in three European teams in the semi-finals. So I would say that it's uh, 
it's whole European uh, domination, you know, and uh, the beach volleyball, uh, the men's beach volleyball tournament. The day started with the quarter final between uh, uh, Leshukov and Semenov, uh, who are representatives of uh, the Russian Olympic Committee, and uh, the Norwegians. Uh, superstars, I would say, Mo and uh, Sorum. They are the number two ranked team, you know, as per FIVB ranking. Actually, these both teams, they had met, they have met uh, now in the pool stage and Leshukov uh, and Semenov, they uh, won against Mo and Sorum. So I would say that uh, Mo and Sorum today, they they, they, they took the, the sweetest revenge, you know, they got the sweetest revenge ever because this win comes on the quarterfinals. Uh, they dominated. They dominated uh, the match uh, totally, and um, I don't know what else to say about this because they were uh, the better team. Of course, um, uh, uh, the Russians they put up some fights, but what made uh, the difference today was uh, the, the most the most successful attack by attacks by uh, Mo and Sorum, thirty-two to twenty-four. You know. And uh, the Russians let some more errors, you know, to affect, affect the game. Uh, this was the first quarter final, so Mol and Sorum from Norway, Norwegia, Norwegia. <laughs> they they qualified to the semifinals. Uh, in the next one, uh, we had um, uh, Plavin Stokes, Martin Plavins. He's a bronze medalist from London, uh, but not with Tox, at Tox. And they play with the Brazilians, uh, Alison Ceruti. I don't know if I pronounce it right. I'm sorry if anybody from Brazil is listening to us. And Alvaro Fido. Alison uh, is, was actually the reigning uh, Olympic champion with another player, uh, Schmidt. Uh, and they won. The Latvian guys, they won 2-0, 21-16, 21-19. Uh, they started better in the match. Uh, the Brazilians tried really to fight, you know, in the in the second uh, set. But also here again, um, the Latvians they were able to score the break points, you know, and in the important moments because in the second set it was 19-19, and then I don't know if it was Tox or, or Plavins they just scored, you know. Uh, so this is what we were talking about, we were talking about also in for indoor volleyball just a minute minutes ago. The importance of scoring these balls to finishing the game. So these are the, the second semifinalists from, from today's quarterfinals. Then in the afternoon session we had a very interesting match uh, between uh, the reigning world champions. Krasilnikov uh, and Oleg Stoyanovsky against the vice uh, world champions, Vilios Stole and uh, Clemens Vickler. So actually it was a rematch, you know, of the world's final. Uh, and again, the Russians, they won. <laughs> it's 2-0. Um, actually, uh, what was the score? 21-16 and 21-19. Uh, and they were better. They were better in all, in all components, you know. Um, the Germans did put up some fight, you know, but uh, Sianowski and Kristionikov, uh, they were uh, able to, to work better, to serve better, to push some, to put some pressure on the serve. And of course, it, uh, the Germans' reception sort of uh, suffered from that. And in the last quarter final, we had... Um, 
just one second. Sharif Ahmed, they are the number one uh, ranked team, you know, as per last week, I believe, or this week. <laughs> and they played against Italians, Nicolai and Lugo, Paul Nicolai and Daniel Lupo. Um, Nicolai and uh, Lupo, they are the silver medalists from Rio. So very much experienced also. They, they, they had done a very, very good tournament so far. But obviously, yeah, the Sharif and Ahmed, they were just better, you know. Uh, the Italians tried to come back in the second set. It finished 23 to 21. But again, the disease was important moments. And uh, as per statistics, you know, statistically, uh, both teams were very close on the attack, 26 to 25. And on the surf, both uh, ace one. Um, the Qataris, they were better on the block, six to three. So uh, the semifinals that are taking place tomorrow, it's just one second. It will be in the afternoon session, and it will be the Norwegian Small and Sorum against the Latvians, having stock. So it will be an all European derby. And then Sharif Ahmed against Krasilnikov and Stoyanovsky. There is very interesting, you know, like head-to-head uh, -head statistics on our blog on the CV webpage page, if you're interested, just to go in and check uh, to see how many wins one team had, has against another one. But I, I believe that it will be very, very interesting, amazing battles, because these are, to me, at least from what I've seen these days, the best teams. Uh, so really looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, let's uh, uh, in in this uh, very uh, extensive information you uh, you presented. Sorry. I would like uh, <laughs> I would like to uh, to include to uh, to add two things. Firstly, it's very interesting linguistically that uh, we have a oof whoopo uh, in the beach volleyball tournament uh, because whoopo in Italian means uh, an oof. Uh, an uh, oof, uh, and also uh, we have an oof in the women's, uh, and at least we had uh, an oof uh, in uh, in the women's uh, volleyball tournament in the name of Evarka uh, Rekord. Actually, Rekord in uh, in Turkish means the black oof. So we have wow. oof both in uh, uh, both in uh, in women's volleyball indoor tournament and in beach volleyball men tournament. And the other thing is that uh, because I uh, always uh, I've, I've always admitted that I'm not that into beach volleyball today I, I understood that actually the Qatari players are uh, Ahmed is a Gambian and uh, uh, and Sharif is a Senegalese that means that uh, these two are probably the best uh, African volleyball players uh, in general. Uh, yeah, because, it's number uh, one team. <laughs> yeah, they are number one team in beach volleyball in the world, and we all know that uh, teams like Tunisia and uh, and Egypt had have decent players, but not something special, and they are not some. Most of them are not playing even in uh, in Europe. Uh, I mean, it's a very very deep conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, on why Africa don't have doesn't have you know. That's well developed volleyball. Yeah, but the, and these... I don't believe it's about the physical qualities. It's yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, let's let's not get into this conversation. But but still, <laughs> I, I I watched them today, and they're pretty uh, gigantic in terms of uh, physics and uh, 
and also uh, and also uh, style of playing as a whole. And actually, the Italian the Italians were pretty pretty decent in this match, but uh, still just uh, the the Qataris. Yeah, yeah. they really uh, prevailed. Exactly, exactly. Because sometimes, yeah, in sports, it, the others are just better than you. Not that you haven't fought a fight, you know. Just to mention the uh, the pairs in the in the women's semifinals, uh, yeah. the Swiss team uh, Verge de Pre uh, uh, and Heidrich Verge de Pre is one player, uh, and Heidrich will play April and Alex from the USA, uh, and. Uh, and so the Australian team, Artacho del Solar and Clancy, will play against another Latvian uh, Latvian pair. Uh, it seems that uh, that the Latvian, uh, not it seems, uh, it is the the uh, the most represented uh, yeah. nation in in beach volleyball uh, in the semifinals. Uh, Latvia with uh, uh, with both a man and a, a male and a female pair with Grodina and. Uh, Kravchenoka, uh, and uh, that's all they they will play in the, in the first morning Olympics session. Also, you know, yeah. for the for the girls, so it's been like a dream for them all. I'm not following that much in detail, you know, the competition. This why we don't discuss these matches, but it, it was it is their first Olympic, so heads down to them. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that that was pretty much uh, for today. Very detailed information, both for the, uh, the the quarterfinals in the women's section, also in the quarter uh, in the quarterfinals in the in the beach volleyball tournament. Uh, of course, we are entering the the most important uh, stage of both tournaments. Uh, the the best uh, the best left teams. Uh, 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 play against each other, and we're expecting with uh, great interest Brazil against Russia and Argentina against France are firstly uh, the, the men's uh, semifinals. Thank you again for uh, for being a co-host of Volleyball Explained Olympic Special, uh, and uh, I hope that we are going to enjoy really good matches until the end of the tournament. I would like to thank I'm also sure to the spectators. Really, really nice. Uh, we are receiving a lot of comments in the. Uh, keep doing that. Keep sharing your opinion about what is happening. Uh, probably not also in the indoor volleyball, but also in the beach volleyball, if you're following it, of course. Uh, and uh, we are really open to to ideas for uh, for videos, for other podcasts, for topics to podcast. So we're going to be very grateful if you do that. Thank you, and see you also the next time. Bye bye. Thank you.